Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good afternoon. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Wednesday, December 2nd, and these are the top stories the Chi Chi team is watching right now. The White House Coronavirus Task Force has officially acknowledged that the U.S. is, quote, in a very dangerous place due to the current extremely high COVID baseline and limited hospital capacity. A report from Sunday indicates that an increase in cases after Thanksgiving will compromise overall medical care. As state and local COVID-19 policies are falling short, the task force says it's time for public health officials to, quote, alert the state population directly. Coronavirus cases in the country are now trending at well over 150,000 per day, and COVID-19-related deaths are at over 2,000 individuals per day. As officials prepare for a post-Thanksgiving surge, the task force emphasized increased caution for the elderly and people who are immunocompromised. They also encourage health officials to ask anyone under the age of 40 who gathered with people outside their household to act as if they were infected with the virus. The Centers for Disease Control Prevention have also revised the guidelines for quarantining after COVID-19 exposure. People are now recommended to quarantine for seven days after receiving a negative test or for 10 days if they did not get tested. Previous CDC guidelines instructed those exposed to the virus to quarantine for 14 days, but that number was changed after officials feared a lack of compliance. The most recognizable face of Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement has been jailed for 13 months. Joshua Wong was accused of inciting and organizing thousands of activists who surrounded Hong Kong police headquarters during the 2019 mass uprisings. Wong and two other activists, Agnes Chow and Ivan Lam, all pleaded guilty to the charges, which stemmed from the June 21st demonstration that barricaded officers in their headquarters for hours. Wong's incarceration is the latest step in China's crackdown on the city's pro-democracy movement and freedoms. Britain has granted approval for coronavirus vaccine, and the first shots could be given within days. The country's medical regulator announced early Wednesday that the Pfizer-BioNTech preventative treatment, which offers up to 95% protection against COVID-19, is safe. A batch of 800,000 doses will arrive in the UK in the coming days and can be rolled out to the public immediately. Those who need immunizations most, such as the vulnerable and elderly, will be first in line. The two-shot vaccine is also being reviewed by the Food and Drug Administration in the United States, where authorization is expected later this month. Two men in New Jersey allegedly scammed the United States Postal Service out of millions of dollars over the past two years. According to a criminal complaint, the men, who went by the names Jack and Stephen Cook, ran a virtual storefront, Fresh and Clear LLC, on Amazon Marketplace. Fresh and Clear sold a wide range of household items, and the guy sent out roughly 30,000 parcels a month to consumers. 
But beginning in January 2018 through September 2020, postal inspectors say labels from Fresh and Clear were altered. For example, instead of one package being priced appropriately at $98.38, the company fixed the fee to a flat rate price of $7.15. This happened on the majority of the packages that Fresh and Clear shipped through Amazon. As a result, the USPS has allegedly been deprived of receiving $6 million in postage revenue, and the two men have been charged with theft of government property and counterfeiting. People really have too much time on their hands. Residents in Portland, Oregon, have reportedly been vandalizing porta potties set up for the homeless in an effort to keep them from using them in their neighborhoods. The Oregonian reports that the toilets have been graffitied, toppled, and set afire, the latter of which probably backfired on anyone who was near it. Homeowners even attacked a truck that was installing one. City spokeswoman Heather Hafer said the issue has become so heated that she had to change her phone numbers to avoid abusive callers from harassing her. She said, quote, I wish more of the callers would take a minute to think about what it would be like to not have working plumbing in their homes and practice some empathy. We really have a president who acts like a playground bully. President Trump has threatened to veto a defense budget bill unless it also ends protections for social media companies who allow people to post mean things about him on their platforms. Late Tuesday night, Trump took to Twitter to rail against Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act, which prevents social platforms from being sued by anyone who's upset about something that someone else has posted. Last week, Trump called for the law to be immediately terminated hours after hashtag Diaper Dawn started trending on Twitter. In his latest tweet, Trump called Section 230, quote, a serious threat to our national security and election integrity. He added that if it's not ended as part of the National Defense Authorization Act, he will be, quote, forced to unequivocally veto the bill. That's all for today. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts.